Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It's Black Sheep Rising, episode 52. Oh my god. Hold up. What happened? That means one year, motherfucker. Uh, does it? There's 52 weeks in a year. There you go. How you like that? Episode 52 plus the pilot that you never count. That means we've been doing this for over one year. Hey, what can I say? Hey, and speaking of motherfuckers, my name is Conan Soliday. Uh, right next to me, Daryl W. Perry. What's up? And hey, we got this guy. He's not in the shot anymore because he's trying to shoot us shooting the shoot. <laughs> yep. Bo Davis, who... That's like some Inception stuff right there. Yeah, I know, man. How do you like that? It's like the mirror with the mirror. I mean, it's a shot within a shot within a shot. Uh-huh. Bo, what's going on, man? Uh, well, not a whole lot. I'm, I've been in Keene for a little over a week now. I had only pl- sta- uh, planned on staying in Keene. Uh, for a week and uh, decided to stay a little longer and uh, postpone my Manchester trip. So yeah, um, yeah, and getting getting lots of good shots. I saw the uh, oh yeah Mount Monadnock. Yep, some, yep. some cool sweet vi- uh, visuals coming from uh, from there. And of course, you've been interviewing uh, peoples here in the in the area. Yep, yeah, um, I've been interviewing activists and movers and uh, doers and shakers. You know, so all kinds of people. How about some Quakers? Interview any Quakers? Uh, I'd like to. Isn't, isn't uh, Mark Edge is a Mark Quaker? Mark Edge is kind of a Quaker, right? Okay, well, I did interview a Quaker then. There you go. How do you like that? So, what else has been going on in, in Old Keene since you, you've been you've been, you've had kind of an uh, interesting week because you had the fat stuff raid. Yep, you saw that. Uh, they had the people's barbecue last Friday, and some of the haters came out. Yeah, yeah. It that wasn't up. even a fucking barbecue. Oh yeah, that's a good question. I heard like tacos and like pasta. It, it wasn't a barbecue, but it, it was tasty food, and it was offered to the protesters, and they didn't, <laughs> it, and not, and at no charge. And we are capitalists, so I mean, you know, uh, so that that that's a lot. Yeah, come, come, you know, if we're talking free. I mean, that's they couldn't they couldn't have expected that at all. Well. They might have expected it. It was posted <laughs> online that it was going to be free food. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had all the time in the world to make all those those snappy signs that they brought with them. <laughs> I saw the very short little bursts of that video, and I know that it was a silent protest, so no one was saying anything. Of course, Garrett was out there, you know, talk, talkity talkin'. And I know some people have... He had some really good commentary. Yeah, he did. But at the same time, it was kind of... It might have been a little overdone, maybe. Because I, I, I and I know the haters have made comment that, you know, the getting in the face is can be overwhelming, and uh, I think people might take it the wrong way. Yeah. But yeah. It, but but you're right. What he was saying was spot on. I mean, it wasn't like he was talking smack. I mean, he was actually talking, you know, facts and whatnot. Um, but no, no one would talk to him. Yeah. They just they just stood their ground and uh, held their signs. Um, well, it, it was right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not. Of course, it's exactly what you know. We've been doing the same, you know, the same thing for the for the longest time. Um, but this is, I think, that was the, since I've been here. That's the first time I've ever seen the opposition come out and force like that. Yeah, and I know there's been other anti-freaking protests, mm-hmm. but never, you know, to that extent. Yeah, I've. I I've never seen it. Um, I know that they're probably proud of themselves. I know they're probably on the old face space right now, and they're having a having a good silent uh, fist bumps. Um, there, your camera did that thing again. Yeah, I still turned uh, off. That's 
what that oh, is called. It's called turning off. Well, it might not be turning off. It might have gone to sleep. Uh, car's full. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so your whole inception plan is uh, off to a bad start already. <laughs> well, so does that mean that we intercepted the dream and realized we were in a dream within somebody else's dream? Well, no, that level, which is a deeper level, shut off. So it was full. So that, that level of the dream encountered too much knowledge and either ceased to exist because it died, because what that's what happened. Uh, you can die in your dream, right? So, but it, yes, but, but it takes longer. So a thousand. So that might be a thousand years to our one year here, or something like that. I don't know. Right, right. Because the further into the dream you get, the longer the time is. And right. You can so live, you can live an entire lifetime at like the fourth level of a dream. Right. So we've been filming for six minutes, and that was enough time to fill that entire card. Because of course. It's right. deeper into the dream. <laughs> yeah, that's like third level into the so dream. So instead of the 32 gig card you put on there, you should have gone for, I don't know, 128 terabyte. It, 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 <laughs> no, they don't make 128 terabyte. I no, don't. not 128 terabytes, one terabyte. Oh, okay. I don't think they make a, they don't make a card that big. I think 128 gig is about the average that you can like purchase somewhere for No, they just announced like some super giant. Yep, yeah, Bo can't afford whatever they're asking for that. And uh, a few people did some calculations to figure out what sort of space would be needed to fill up that same amount of memory mm-hmm. using the, the old uh, three and a half inch floppies. She's a floppy. <laughs> I did say three and a half inch floppy. <laughs> Or no, I I think it was a three and a half inch hard and a five inch floppy. Oh, I, I always got the sizes confused, but I always laughed whenever they would say floppy. So, anyways, the haters came out. Uh, they had a silent protest. They had a, they had a bunch of signs. I know that Ian had like a special hour at on Free Talk Live that night. Uh, refuting a lot of the, the nonsense signs. I don't. It know was what, like an hour and a half. It, were people calling in and stuff? No, not really. Oh, really? Well, they, they were saving that for the uh, Free Talk Talk after show that I haven't even heard yet. I'm waiting to hear one. No, I, I think the people that were local that wanted to say anything waited to do that mm-hmm. on the WKBK morning show the next day. I Well, that's the thing, though. I I listen to that show. I listen to Dan and, of course, Sound Off on Saturdays, and I don't hear a whole lot of the haters. I know I've heard a couple. There's this one old man who's always calling, and he's always like, these kids, they never, they just want attention, and that's, they never got attention from their parents, and so that's what they're doing right now. He calls in, I've heard him like three times, you know, providing the exact same argument. Sounds like Fred. It's not Fred Parcells. But yeah, it's very it's very similar, and uh, I don't know. I, I you know I, I don't know what to think about all this. It's you you know that you're you know that you're doing something either wrong or right when the opposition starts coming out in droves like they are. Yeah. Um, the one argument that I keep seeing that really really bothers me, and this was it was in the article that we covered last week. The like in the first paragraph it says Keen is being. Overrun by these liberty-minded folks, 
and they're be- and we're being told that we're in bondage and we never knew it. And that really, really bothers me. And it really, and it, but bothers me in that it makes sense to me. Yes, I think a lot of, I think the majority of people who we live with and rub shoulders with on a daily basis have no idea that they're slaves, right? Or, or serfs, if you prefer. They have no idea that you know, uh, you know what they support and what they pledge allegiance to in the morning is you know really keeping them down. Just like Harry Tubman says, "Saved a, I freed a thousand slaves." I could have freed a thousand more if only they had if known that they were slaves. They had known that they were slaves, and that's and that's what really bothers me more than anything is that not only these people aren't not, not only they are not aware, you know the 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 servitude that they're stuck in, but they actually support it. They're actually yeah. out there having rallies like, "Hey, government, holding us down! Yay! I love the boot on my neck. I love the guys holding me down." It's just, it's called Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. And it, it, I think that's what bothers me more than anything. And and listening, of course, to the to the, the radio programs, some of the hosts, you know, they're, um, they they don't get it either. They're all in favor of the boot, yay boot. Yeah, I love well, it. It's it's a lack of wanting to take personal responsibility for one's actions, you know. So you have, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, whether mm-hmm. the government happens to be taking care of that happens to that that should have been your responsibility you know like people i don't want to i don't want to have to deal with it you know like i i'll just go ahead and go with the rules go with the flow because you know the flow is going by uh this kind of collective law yeah it's easy that way so i mean i don't want to have to worry about finding a school to send my kid and having to do all that all that work figuring out which school's better than the or others really and all that research and stuff. I just want someone to take care of me, take care of it all for me. So there's right. a one size fits all school out there, and yeah, you know, I don't, I don't need to take a real personal interest in my child's education. Someone from the state will take care of that. Yeah, and they know best because they're educated and they've, you know, they're they're a professional. And uh, I'm sending them almost twenty thousand dollars a year per kid, so that's got to pay for. Something good, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we should be spitting out friggin' rocket scientists coming out of Keene, man. It's at that, at that, a much. Yeah. But no, it's you know we're well, and then you also take in, or you know, you're not taking into account that the brightest child and the least bright child are getting basically the same education, mm-hmm. thus causing the brightest child to be held back so exactly. that the teacher can then catch the not brightest child up to where the bright child is. And I think by I think when, dr- when saying something like that, too, you need to like define what bright brightest or bright child is. The kid that's not you know, on... No, the, the, the kid, kid that, does, that gets it the and I, and I first think, time the teacher says something, and then the kid that... The teacher has to go over and, like, you know, step-by-step step explain everything, too. And I think a lot of that has to do with how a child's been brought up, too. You know, like, a parent, a parent can teach uh, a child how to be attentive and listen. And, and, you know, like, those are actual skills. Those aren't, you know, like, to be able to listen and re- retain right. what's and, being Right, and you said. know that kid that yeah. isn't so bright might be bright in some other category. That kid might be a fabulous right. auto mechanic. Right. Or, or, that, or anything. That, that kid or, might be the next you know. the next plumber that's going to, you know, devise some, you know, new he might be some kind of an engineer or something. He might right. be horrible at math, 
But as far as figuring out, uh, you know, shapes and whatnot, he might be he might be the next gene. But right, but, hey, but, but and that's but, but, the problem. But and he's having to deal with a one size fits all. You have to learn your sciences. You have to learn your histories. You have to learn your maths. It, and, and the but, kid that can do you know quantum physics in their head. If you put that kid in the vocational school mm-hmm. trying to tell him how to rebuild a carburetor, he's going to be the not brightest kid in that class. Right. So, so the big problem is is the one size fits all. Right. And that's mm-hmm. and this is every sector of government. The best the best the best thing that you can do is provide uh, you know third party private industry with competition involved. So, right. that, so that we can make choices. Right. And, so, then, and then the choice even from the get-go that maybe the parents can homeschool. Maybe, you know, I mean, like, I I even, like, this whole, like, 18 thing, you know, like, people have, you know, not really fully owning themselves until they're 18. Um, like, some people I've seen. Unless are, you, you want to drink alcohol, then it's 21. Like, I, I see people who are, like, perfectly capable of, of uh, you know, providing for themselves, living on their own and everything mm-hmm. and making choices and, and good choices. And, and, of course, everybody makes bad choices and they hopefully learn from those. those but that's, but that know, age but, is – it used to be 18. Now it's getting kicked back any further. It's getting right. – well, there's, now, a, there's now a reason that, why they decided 26 was the, the age of cutoff for that's the, uh, the old say. Obamacare. Yeah, yeah. Because in those – you have more and more kids living with their parents – you right. Know, further well, on, not I'm only longer. that, but you also figured that the average child now or young adult is going to college, mm-hmm. and on average, it takes five years to get a bachelor's degree, meaning that you're not getting out of college until roughly age twenty-three. Then it's going to take you a couple of years because you know unemployment is fairly high. There's not a lot of good-paying jobs. Right. It's going to take you a few years to get on your own. So until you're able to get on your own, then we're considering you to be a child. Right. And how many how many kids do you know getting out of college? You're going they're going right back to their parents' house. That's I I am a perfect example. It's exactly what I did. I graduated in 2008. And I ended up going straight back to my parents, and I lived there for about two or three years. And I I heard about the Free State Project, and I was like, you know what, I I need to I, I need to get out of my parents' house. I need to start making something for myself. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, I I spent four years, even though I didn't really want to fully pursue it and go ahead with the college thing, because I I see it as just a piece of paper and as i was getting educated i was realizing i could learn all this on the internet and save you know a hundred thousand dollars debt anyway as i digress um (laughs) (laughs) i I, you know like i went straight back to my parents and and i sat around for like like i said for a while and i saw the free state project i said well shit i need to i need to get out i need to get out of my parents house anyway because i feel like a burden i'm eating on their bill i'm you know, taking up space, I'm leaving stuff around, I'm being irresponsible, I need to start taking care of myself. And so I never did take uh, um, unemployment or anything like that, because as I moved up here, I was well on my way to anarchism. Um, But, but yeah, I, 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 I couldn't stand being at home. I like, I felt like a child at 26. You know. But that's and that's how it should be. I mean, there should come a time in a kid's life where, you know, either they they don't want to put up with the old rules that dad and mom have set down for them, or 
you know, they that are they want to grow up out of their shell and be, and do something and become something that you know, right? That you know that's it's that's available to them, mm-hmm. uh, but they couldn't do it. They remain in the in stuck in the mud. Right, I mean, it, and it's like victim, you know, like they feel victim to their circumstances, and really, like you got to like rise out of that, no. you know, because and, and and so anybody, many parents, it's not just the kids' fault; it's the parents who are, to some extent, to blame for allowing some of this to happen. Well, I'm, 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 I try not to be regretful, but I often like as I've sounded regretful earlier talking about my college experience you know i i uh my parents pushed me to do it and i i was kind of mad at them for a while but did they push you to move back home no no they that's pushed what me, i'm saying they pushed me to finish the college career you know pathway and everything and and i i kept telling them i don't i don't want to i don't want to spend this money i don't want to be in debt for the next 20 years or whatever. Right. I, if and you do get a job and you're actually able to I wanted to, to stop it. after three months. I was like, this isn't for me. I can just go in. I can learn all this stuff online, you know, but they're, no, no, get that paper. Get that piece of paper. Yeah, well, people and, people are led to believe that, that know, is that, the way to, that's the way to do it. I mean, it, and it might have made sense 20 years ago, but it doesn't work that way anymore. I mean, My parents were also led to believe that now the... Uh, for certain fields. Yeah. You know, if you want to go work for, you know, SpaceX as a rocket scientist, you can't do that as a high school dropout. I mean, it makes sense for a lot of associate degrees where you're learning a, a tech, right? For for two years, not whole four years, but just getting your just getting your feet wet. But even the two year degrees, you're going through a lot of. You know, basically bullshit classes that have nothing to do with your major. Mm-hmm. You're going through a lot fewer than you would if you were going for a bachelor's degree. Right. But you've still got a lot of, you know, extra bullshit that you've got to take just to where, well, no, you know, the law says that you have to have this many credits. And so here, take either art appreciation or music appreciation. Even though Stop you don't want to take nonsense. either one, you have to take one of them, otherwise we can't give you this piece of paper. Right. Or even something, or even the, the silliest are like uh, language, foreign foreign languages and whatnot. I didn't have to take those in college. For a, every bachelor's degree that I ever saw required foreign language. I took two years of Latin in high school. And, and, and sometimes they would, they would consider your high school uh, credits and I never took a foreign language in high school, so I was, you know, I was shit out of luck. I I went to a private school, um, so I didn't like they had. It was a pretty odd uh, sort of curriculum because, like, I only took one math class in four years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I took a business class and I took a, a couple different art classes and stuff, but everything else was geared towards one thing or another to do with film, obviously. But yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> I've never once been asked for the piece of paper by any employer that I've ever gotten hired for. How, how do you like that? You know, like I, I worked so hard four years, you know, and, and and I I'm led to believe that I need this to get work, and you know, but here I am, like after after college, I've been here in New Hampshire for three years now, and and I get work all the time, you know, and and the the pay, that piece of paper means nothing. The experience was was where it was at. Yeah. But. So, Conant, has anybody ever asked you to produce your 
college. Yeah, yes, I don't, stuff. and I, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I think at least two positions, but I work for the post office, and that might have been one of them. Uh, but yeah, I've had to like fax my uh, high school diploma, which, and I didn't get a high school diploma. I got a GED, so I had to I had to fax that silly thing off to to whoever whoever wanted it. I don't remember. Weird. Yeah, I am weird. But usually, all you have, if you've got credit, if you've got college credit. You know, three three classes of college will usually overwrite any high school. High school doesn't even right. matter. Um, so I don't I don't know, I don't remember what the the situation the scenario was, but uh, yeah, I, I have had to show it off, and I do have it. It's in a folder somewhere, and I don't know what would have happened if I didn't have that available. So what else happened in Keene? Or in New Hampshire this week? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I think it was on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. Th- when my phone was off, I, I changed over to Straight Talk, and my phone was off for almost two days. But anyways, during so I didn't get any of the texts because I, I would have been out there. But the DEA... Uh, that was Wednesday. On a countrywide uh, spree... Yes. Uh, went out and attacked search went, warrants in search at war- least twenty five states. I heard upwards of a hundred different businesses, mm-hmm. and one of the businesses was right here in Keene. They attacked, uh, known as Fat Stuff, which sells uh, sold no longer. Uh, they, they no longer s- had the synthetics. They sell pipes and whatnots. They used to sell th- synthetics. And they had all of their glass pipes, they don't call them bongs, but water pipes and hookahs and whatnot, were all packaged up, put in the boxes with DEA written, big big old evidence black letters, DEA evidence, and they were all shipped off. And uh, the whole store was closed down for the almost the entire day while all this happened. Uh, meanwhile, there are other establishments here in Keene who sell the exact same pipes who, who weren't touched. Who weren't uh, right because the other businesses never sold the synthetics right. that the DEA in February and March of this year put on the Schedule One classification of controlled substances. And, right. and you got to ask, you know, like why did why put on there ev- evidence on the box? You mm-hmm. know, like why is that written on there? How is that actually going to be used as evidence in the court? If they're looking, who the for hell knows? You know, like if it if it has to do with this spice thing, which is terrible, you know, terrible stuff anyway. You know, like which they which they ceased to sell months and months ago. Yeah, right. Uh, right. When do you, do you know when the the keen because keen actually passed a anti synthetic ordinance. Right. Uh, it, at least it, I think it went into effect this year, the beginning of this year. Yeah, I don't so, remember yeah. when, but it was earlier this year. And they took it all off the shelf. I, th- I thought they took the synthetics off the shelf before the ordinance even passed. They did, but so all right. So, so what's this all about? Why are they attacking these people? Why are they putting this man? They're trying to. They're, right. they're because essentially, the they're taking his livelihood the away. The federal from government him. is claiming that the businesses and the manufacturers of these synthetics are funding Al Qaeda. That is so lame. So lame and so stupid. Even though the U.S. government is funding al-Qaeda in Syria because they're the Syrian rebels fighting against the official government of Syria. Is that why some of the agents had ski masks on? 
so that Al Qaeda can't come back and like kill their families or something? No, they probably did it the same reason that SWAT teams generally cover their face is they don't want people knowing who they are. A lot of those guys probably also work as undercover agents and can't have the identities yeah, you of the undercovers. You mentioned that you might have seen one of these guys I, I know that one of those guys looks familiar, but it could just be that he's got that, uh, you know, the generic cop face. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and play the first two minutes of this uh, video. It's a 17-minute video. It's at freekeen.com. Uh, highlights the... All the, the pretty much the entire day, but I think the first two minutes uh, really give you a good idea of uh, just, just com- the complete nonsense that went down. Here you go. So I'm curious, do you guys ever get this kind of reception outside of Keene, New Hampshire, or are they afraid of you in most places? Because Keene, New Hampshire doesn't seem to be afraid anymore. We're sick of it. <laughs> Rich Paul's a character, man. He's a fucking character. Here's in New Hampshire. It's being raided right now by the DEA. Came in with the warrant. Basically, they just said, you, know, you got to wait outside. We're taking everything. So you're, we're here with Evan from Fat Stuff. And uh, you weren't here when it happened, but you got called in by the employee who was here. The raid happened right after you opened? Yep. I just came down as soon as I could. Came down here and pretty much the other two employees were just standing outside, just waiting. What uh, The warrant doesn't tell us why. It's a sealed document. So it doesn't give us any reason as to why they're doing this. Just the fact that they can't. So the DEA's in there. What are they taking? Do you have any idea? Uh, from the looks of it, it's all the pipes. Every piece of glass we have. But their warrant basically says anything, any kind of smoking utensil, they're going to be taking that. All of our records, receipts, everything like that. How do you feel about it? They won't tell us why. How do you feel about it? My job fucking blows. Uh, this we haven't done anything wrong. And fat stuff has been open for a long time, hasn't it? There was in Winchester for first. Over ten years. Been here for it's going to be three years this summer. Is this the first? This is this the first raid of, uh, yep. of any sort? We do everything we can to basically stay within the law. We're very strict about all our rules. You sell tobacco smoking devices? Yeah. Uh, We're 18 plus, so anybody who walks in the door, we make sure they're 18 with ID. If anybody basically implies they're going to be using it for any kind of illegal use, we do not sell to them. So I noticed they've put up uh, barriers on the windows here. They took the money? Yep. Are you embarrassed about what you're doing, lady? You should be. And then that's where the heckling began. Yeah, well, that yeah, I would have heckled that. That was they they were actually boarding off the windows with newspaper to keep to keep the outsiders from some keep the from, public from witnessing what's going down. They're they're ruining this establishment. They're ruining these people's livelihoods. Yes, yes they are for for some silliness. They're not selling that. They're not selling the poison, which I agree. That's that's something that I might stand out. If someone was selling poison to the kids, I might you know right. stand out front of their their establishment with signs saying, "Hey, look, you know, you guys are you know poisoning the wells of these you know the, the young children." And all, but then, but weed? Right. Come on, man! And and they're, and and a lot of people when it comes to like hookahs and stuff, a lot of people don't use hookahs to smoke weed. They they buy the the the, the flavored tobaccos, and that's. That's just that's something nice to to share with you know uh, during a party or something, but but weed, come on man, and we're supposed to be like a progressive state where people are uh, you know getting on board the whole idea that weed is not a fucking issue, right? But 
Not especially when the, all, all three was, of us are here drinking alcohol, which is which is what you know, which is what kills people. Right, but this wasn't about cannabis. This was about the synthetic cannabinoids and the which they didn't synth- have. Not anymore, but they used to. So I'm wondering. So, of, so are they just of late? The places nationwide that were raided. I'm curious if any of them were still selling the things that were placed on Schedule 1 earlier this year. So did they or, like or if they all ha- were like fast stuff and followed the law and, right. or whatever. Did they like, and most of them probably did because they're trying to run legitimate businesses. Right. Did they like write up a warrant like four months ago and it finally got signed? And like, all right, hey, well, we finally got this warrant signed. What are we going to do with it? Are we just going to toss it in the shredder? Or are we going to go ahead and you know use taxpayers' money to go fuck with these people for a day? And- My guess is the latter. Like let's not waste let's not waste it let's just go ahead and use it while we have it. Yeah, we've got a warrant. Let's go. Well, it, search places. I hope I hope that's and found out. I hope that just say Al Qaeda. Well, I hope I hope that fat stuff is able to uh, get their product back, get their their property back, and uh, whatever whatever was lost in uh, sales. Right. Um, I hope I hope that goes down because this is this this shit needs to hit the fan. You know, these people have overstepped their bounds and are doing it every single day. The school district did it to us. They're doing it to fats. The DEA is doing the fats over now. What is the fucking DEA even doing here? Why shouldn't? Why can't the local cops happen? Why did only two local cops even participate in this and all they did was watch the doors? If there was a problem, they should have handled it. If there was, if, they, if the fat stuff was uh, going against city ordinance... And the we, local don't know, cops, we don't know if they were. The local cops, which we have an abundance of, they have plenty of time on their hands. They could have gone in there and they could have, you know. Local cops can't serve a DEA's warrant on behalf of the DEA. They wouldn't have been on behalf of the DEA. It would have been on behalf of the city ordinance. No, the warrant was for the DEA. I know. I'm it saying, was a federal warrant. I'm all, all I'm making the argument is, is that we don't need the DEA to handle our business. Not yes, when, not and when, I'm not, agreeing with you. Not when local cops could have done it. But the local cops can't serve a warrant issued to another. It, it would be for, akin for, for to another, for another department. It, it would be akin to if the state police had a warrant that couldn't be served by the Keene police. It would have to be carried out by whatever department has the warrant. Right. And I'm saying the DA is well above our heads. It's an unnecessary department. Yes, we have a we have a city force, and we also have a state force. The the state force is over our heads and doesn't need to be around. Plus, there's county sheriffs. I don't even know what those guys look like. I don't think I've seen one of them yet. Maybe I have brown suits. Uh, oh, in court, I've seen them in court. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's this is the thing that makes my blood broil. You know, I I, it, I find it very upsetting uh, that that fat stuff was trying to live within the law. And and they still, uh, these government officials are finding, you know, time in their day, their their big long busy schedule to come and you know attack the little people. Because that's yeah. you know what else are they going to do? Shoot? They're going to shoot your dogs, or they're going to um, you know, come take your product from you, or both, or both. I'm sure if there would have been a dog at Fat Stuff, the DEA would have shot it. Well, did these guys have? I didn't see any weapons on these people's. Uh, are oh, they concealed? The, the DEA agents? Yeah. Or, I saw one had a uh, um, a holster. They looked like a lot of, uh, like, like the lady who's, who's covering up the uh, the windows right now. She looked kind of like a desk a desk 
paper uh, pusher? Paper, yeah, paper pusher type. Hmm. Probably. They probably had some paper pushers. Probably had a couple of you know regular sort of agents. Speaking of departments that don't need to be, the uh, DMV. Yes. Is uh, well, they they have a problem with this certain individual right here, uh, who decided to uh, come up with a vanity plate that says "Cops Lie." This is right here in New Hampshire. Yes. Uh, This is how long has this been going on? This has been a couple years, right? Four years now. Wow. So the man who has legally changed his name from David Montenegro to Human applied for the plate in 2010. And it was denied, but the DMV gave him his second choice, which was Great Government, spelled (laughs) G-R number 8, G-O-V-T. And according to the union leader, some of the others that he put were Love Government, Government Sucks, Silpac, and government lazy. Now, and which ones of those made it? Well, they'd start with the first choice, uh-huh. which was cops lie. Didn't make it. They said, nope, this violates the rules, and the rule is uh, anything that is offensive that a reasonable person would find offensive to good taste. Uh-huh. All right. What, which ones made it? Well... They then went from the first choice to the second choice, which was great government. They don't then, after saying, we are granting your second choice, they don't then say, we also would have granted your fourth or seventh. Right. So most likely, based on the decision that cops lie was offensive to good taste, LoveGov would have also been okay I don't know what Silpac is. Not a clue. But it doesn't seem to be offensive to a government agent, so my guess is that that one would be okay. Government sucks and government lazy both probably would have been rejected. But the state Supreme Court decided that the DM that the DMV overstepped their bounds. And decided that human should be allowed to drive around with the license plate, cops lie. Excellent. But they also remanded the case back down to the Superior Court, but it doesn't really say why in the article, although... How, how often does it happen where it actually backslides like that? I didn't even know that was possible. Like, that happened with Ademo's uh, wiretapping thing, where the state Supreme Court said that the Superior Court erred in the jury instructions, uh-huh. so the case has been remanded. So basically, no harm, no foul, we're declaring that it was a mistrial. Right. So it goes back to the lower court. Gotcha. But but uh, so and so uh, Supreme Court decided that Supreme Court decided that he can have the license plate, and there's a quote in here in one of these two articles from I believe it's uh, Jill's Bissonette 
or Bissonnet from the ACLU. And this guy is acting as his own attorney, right? He acted as his own attorney. He argued the case. He did have uh, a couple of law offices that were assisting him with the case, but he was able to present his own arguments. And then NHACLU, did they have anything to do with this? Uh, they assisted him in some manner. Uh, so here it is, uh, the quote from the NHCLU's attorney says, The court remanded the case back to Stratford Superior Court, presumably to address whether he will get the plate, but we believe he should. Hmm. And th- there was a statement from the Supreme Court that said that the rule on issuing, you know, based on a community standard of what a quote-unquote reasonable person would find offensive is too vague and would be carried out in a discriminatory manner. And based on the license plate that was rejected and the one that was accepted, they said that in this case it definitely was carried out in a discriminatory manner. Right. All right. Now, and the big question is, Mr. Darrell, why would the DMV find cops lie uh, offensive? Why would any government find something opposing the government offensive? Good question. That's a very rhetorical question. Because he could, he could have said government lies or, you know, cops or pigs or, or any of those. And all of those would probably have been offensive. thrown out by the DMV as offensive to workers of the DMV. And that's, that's the worst part right there. That's, that right there is showing uh, bias uh, right. towards free speech. Right. Right. And but I mean, even if I had cunt on my license plate or something, why? You know, who who is anyone else to to find that offense? I mean, peep, peep. right? Like, I mean, like the majority of people might find that offensive, but it, it's what the well, hell? And, and I, you're I'm the glad. guy who has to drive around the car with, that says cunt on it. I yeah. mean, like, you know, who are you offending? I mean, like, if anything, like you're probably getting the most like blowback from it. From like, they'll be uh, throwing eggs at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be getting the finger all day long. I, I, I'm <laughs> glad you mentioned free speech because the Supreme Court actually cited the New Hampshire Constitution. Part 1, Article 22, that says that free speech is an inviolable right. That's right. Meaning that, you know, it is to not be infringed. So even though the DMV is saying that license plates are not a uh, mechanism for political speech, well, you still have this supposed guarantee of free speech which means that they can't pick and choose which outlets you use right. to and express something that they deem to be political speech. You know what Morgan right. Freeman and says about free speech? Oh, please. Please don't take my freedom. He says, give it to me. <laughs> what happened, Bo? I was gonna, well, I was going to say, and, and we've already paid for for. Yeah, that's, all the, of that's this. the worst part about it. Yeah. We're actually paying for this nonsense. We're right. actually registering yeah. our vehicles, and it's and it shouldn't be the state's job at all. It should be it, it should be left up to the insurance companies. If the insurance right. companies think that we need to have our vehicles inspected and have them registered, every one of these vehicles has their own identification. Got number. a VIN number. And let the insurance companies worry about it. If you decide you don't want to get inspections or get it registered, you might pay a, a higher premium if you want to get your vehicle ins- insured. Otherwise, you might not – you drive around with, without insurance. But, yeah. I mean, the state why – why do they have anything to do with any of this? 
Because they always give themselves more power. I've actually Somebody's argued... Somebody's got to get their grubby hands on some Because money. I've argued because, in because, court because, citing the history of vehicle registration, and the original vehicle registration laws were, this is voluntary. And as we know, everything that is voluntary becomes mandatory. But what I find... What I find the most interesting is some of the comments in this article from the union leader as well as the other article from Reuters where people are basically saying, you know, like this guy is tar- – he, he's putting a target on himself. He's going to be pulled over more because of the license plate. Yeah. He might be looking forward to it. He might, be the, he might have cameras all over his car. Could be. He might need to put a sticker right next to Cop's Lie. Oh, by the way, I'm recording all of this. Right. <laughs> it's actually a bumper sticker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so you, he doesn't have to say it. And he, or, and he has one right on his windshield. He's got right. the cop block uh, on his windshield, and I'm recording this. Right, exactly. Yeah. Prepare yourselves. And, oh, and I'm taking you to court if you for whatever you give me, right. regardless <laughs> of whether I'm guilty or not. <laughs> and then I, I, I just, I'm pointing this thing out here, this comment to... Uh, Eileen Ulick says, uh, sweet, I'm heading down to the DMV now to get my big cunt tags. Free speech. (laughs) (laughs) And then all you need to remember is that cops are legally allowed to lie to you. They can lie on the stand in court, and it's not illegal. How does that work? Because they have little badges that, you know, Give them extra rights, according to other government officials. So when and you, the government officials have written the rules in such a way as to allow them to violate all other rules. Whereas if you violate any of the rules, you go to jail. So, so you, uh, what you mean is that you've got a, uh, a judge on the stand who's going to show favor towards the cop because or supposedly... The in general. Well, not only the judge, but also a jury. A jury will take the word of a police officer as the word of God, even when yep. the cop says, I have no physical evidence to support what I just said. Right. Keep they sho- will still find you guilty. Keep shocking that guy. Uh, even, if he's cl- even if he's screaming for help, just keep shocking him. Yeah. Because I'm the authority figure, and I'm telling you, keep shocking the person That's until a death. That's a reference of the Milgram experiment, yeah. right? Yeah. But, they won't, but they won't keep shocking if it's b- from a peer. Or somebody that they uh, believe to be up here. Yeah. Or, or of, of no uh, legitimate authority right. into their minds. Right. But you take that regular person, put glasses and a lab coat on, mm-hmm. and then they'll do whatever that person says because the experiment must continue. The, the uh, business suit or a poli- political, like, politician suit or something like that is going to have the same effect yeah. or similar effect. Yeah. Hey, what can we do except keep talking about it and let people know, trying mm-hmm. to wake people up? It's a, it's a hard uphill battle, man, but... Uh, it's worth well, it. I, it, it's well. I, it's, it is certainly gratifying. It's to, like I said the other day, but I I can't I can't look back twenty years from now and and uh, have come to the the realization that I didn't do anything, and I just and even if even if we fail completely, even if it doesn't work, you know, even if, if the, even if the bombs are dropping in five years, you know, if I, you know, 
had to look back and realize that I just sat in the chair all those years and just yelled at the TV and you know yelled at my friends at work and all, but I never did anything about it. Um, you know, I that's I think that's the worst thing. And yeah. you know, the more people who get off their butts and uh, you know, and, and and hey, it's we we have a whole state of people who are getting together. So I mean, it's not like we're alone. Look at it. I don't have I don't have a problem really getting people on this show who you know liberty minded folks who you know all have the same kind of idea. That you know, government has overstepped its bounds, right. and it's not, and it's not for the people. Right. It, it doesn't work for us. It works for itself, and the only the only way to uh, to get rid of it is to either stop believing in it, or to stop paying your taxes to it, so it so it just starves, right. or or to walk away and go live off grid and you know wherever there those go to Somalia. Either which way, Arnold, stop, Somalia stop has more government. I know, than I know. I was place in the world. Yes, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> right, but there's people that honestly believe that Somalia has zero government. Mm-hmm. There is more government in Somalia because the UN has been there for the last twenty some odd years. Really, I didn't know they've been there that long. Yes, huh? Remember the Black Hawk Down that happened when Clinton was in office? That was you Somalia? know, that is that is something that status. That was Mogadishu, Somalia. Status don't seem to acknowledge that the UN is a government. Right. You know, like, you know, not peacekeepers? Angelina Jolie told me that they're peacekeepers, and all they do is cure malaria and stuff. <laughs> so, Conan, we're getting to... They, they don't ever walk into a country with, go- with weapons. We're, we're know, getting never, to your favorite part of the show. What did you learn? And, Bo, since you're new to the show, I will ask Conan first... <laughs> Because Conan always tries to dodge this question. Because I don't. Because this question is always hard for me. But I did think of something. Uh, I did not realize that the uh, the court process could go f- back down. So it went. So this case, the cops lie case, went from the Supreme Court back to Superior Court because Superior Court didn't handle their business properly. Right. So I wasn't really aware about. It. it makes sense to me now that I think about it. But I didn't know that until. Yeah. So basically, tonight. the Supreme Court can declare. Essentially, they can declare a mistrial, meaning that, oh, yeah, we know that you spent 90 days in jail, but that never happened. Uh, You get to go back to jail now. So now once it goes through the Superior Court again, could it potentially go back to the Superior Court? You mean back to the Supreme Court? I'm sorry. Yes, Supreme Court for a second second time as well. Most likely if it does go back to the Supreme Court a second time, the Supreme Court will not remand the case again. Right, and what when what does that cost taxpayers? You know, how much more is it? Every level you go money, up, money, money. It's horrible. Money, Cha-ching. Bo, hmm. what did you learn during the show tonight? What did I learn during the show tonight? Uh, well, it's a hard question, man. It is a hard question. Because we didn't really talk about a whole lot of things that we didn't know. We just kind of refreshed. We talked about the DEA story, yeah, which I knew. This is, this is all just refreshing things that we already kind of knew. I know you pick up on these things because you're always just – because you're always looking about – you're looking for these things. Right. God damn it, Daryl. I can that say – so uh, lame. <laughs> you can skip it, Bo. Don't hold, don't hold this. No, no. No, he, you can skip. You can just skip. Just come up with something. <laughs> All right. Let, let let me let me try uh, refreshing your memory. 
Did you know that the synthetics were placed on Schedule 1 earlier in the year? Yes. Did you know <laughs> that apparently two keen police officers were at the scene? Yeah, he was helping. there. Right, but that doesn't mean that he recognized everybody as either not... KPD or whatever. I actually didn't see any Keen police, but I did hear that there was at least one. So I did not know there was two. I guess I can say that, 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 that I that learned was there was two instead of said. one. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I, was, I, learned, I was told that there was two. I learned that Conan did not know how the court system worked. Oh, come on. You can't use that one. Why the hell not? I learned that you didn't know how the courts work. Because that's cheap. Of course you knew I didn't know how the courts work. I don't know any of this nonsense. I didn't know most, that. Know most that. people don't know how the it's courts work. what you're work. here for to tell me all this shit. Do you know how a bill becomes a law? Uh, yeah. I'm a bill sitting on Capitol Hill. Is that a uh, little... Schoolhouse Rocky? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Schoolhouse Rocky. Schoolhouse Rock. Groovy. <laughs> 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 and... The the way the bills become laws in New Hampshire is completely extra fucked up because after it goes through both houses of the general court, it then goes back to legislative services who checks the bill for any typos or punctuation errors, and then they send the bill to the last house that it was in. Mm -hmm. So if it went through the Senate last, then it goes to the Senate for the president of the Senate to sign off on. And then after that person signs off on it, it goes to the other house. And, you know, assuming that it went through the Senate last and house first, then the speaker has to sign off on it. And then from there, it goes to the secretary of state's office who does something with it before giving it to the governor to sign. Get those nerds! <laughs> So it's a very long, convoluted process. Yes, it sounds that way. Bo, what's going on, man? You leaving us? Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to go back home for a little while and, um, you know, just kind of get started editing some videos. I'm going to definitely have some uh, keen uh, footage to come out soon. Feel free to cut the hell out of my thing, because I know I was rambling. You just cut little <laughs> cut little spots out. Oh, yeah, well... I ended up, I filled up... Uh, you won't hurt my feelings if I only had, like, one word. <laughs> I, I filled up about two terabytes worth of footage. Wow. Uh, uh, hard drive space. So what you got, you got Lori, you got Conan, you got Daryl, you got Ian, Mark. Yep. And uh, Garrett, James, uh, Rich. Rich Paul. Um, Rapture. Rapture, yep. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, so I'm uh, continue helping me out here. So you're gonna do like a <laughs> wait? You can do like a little like preview that you're gonna you're gonna send over to YouTube's. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna um, cut up different pre-release videos uh, like prior to the movie coming out. Which is um, uh, you're gonna this is not the movie that's coming out pork fest. This is gonna be. Well, the movie is actually going to be coming out in. Uh, we're scheduling it for November, um, so we want to include Porkfest footage into the the movie itself. Gotcha. Um, I, that's actually I I intend to shoot as many interviews as I can. And I didn't mention I mentioned the art the the interviews, but what what is the movie? Well, the movie uh, is it, it's called One Hundred and One Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire. 
And uh, the idea is uh, to take this list that's on the Free State Project website mm-hmm. um, and and turn it into a movie, essentially um, promoting New Hampshire as this this awesome place to live because it really is. I mean, there's a community of of like minded people and and a great geography and and access to all kinds of different markets, right? You know, it, it, there's so many different benefits to it. It really needs to be promoted and, and showcased. Do you have a website set up for this or anything like that? Do you have a donation page or anything? Uh, well, it's a 101101reasonsfilm.com. And uh, on there, there's a couple different donation widgets, either Bitcoin or FRNs, dollars. Good, good, good. If anyone has ever seen any of Bo's work, he did. Uh, he put together uh, Derek J's Victim's Crime Spree, which is very entertaining. Uh, I And you also, you've, you've, you've been putting little clippets out all year. Uh, you did the Freedom, you were at the Freedom Fest, I'm sorry, Freedom Forum. Liberty Forum? Liberty yeah. Forum. I always get that confused. Yeah, and I put together like a Why You Should Move to New Hampshire video and a Pork Fest video. And actually, those are some of the uh, interviews that are going to be included in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, So that's, that's essentially what I was doing. We Vince uh, Perfetto, uh, the um, partner in the video. <laughs> um, uh, well, he's, he's, uh, he's getting it. He and I went around and asked as, as many questions, well, as many People like celebritarians, you know, to kind of come in front of the camera and and give us their idea on the Free State Project and the future of it. And Outstanding, man! It sounds like I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it awesome. for sure. Cool. Uh, was that was that your drone at Porkfest or was it some, someone else's? Oh, that was someone else's. Yours, yours. Uh, that was Josh Noon's. Yours is out of commission, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, James is talking about getting a drone. Oh, cool. So that uh, he has... Uh, James talks about a lot of things. J- and James makes some of that shit happen, too. Some of it. But, I mean, well, he, I, I like how he's dreaming, he, but you've got to talk the talk sometimes and get the ideas out there and, you know, you know, let it mold. Just, just keeping it all inside isn't always going to work. Right. The best the thing to do is to sit with, with friends and, and, and... Bounce ideas bounce off. Bounce ideas off. Yeah. I think that'd be great. So when the, when the snipers are at the next Pumpkin Fest... You can have your drone up there checking them out. I mean, think about that. You think they're going to shoot it down in front of all those people? Maybe. The, the other uh, idea is the other idea is to go to Sunset uh, Peak, and uh, I thought you turned the damn beep off. I did turn the damn beep off. Did go you to, hit done after you turned the beep off? Good point. To go to Sunset. Go to Sunset Peak and launch it from there with yeah. a with a telescopic and and because you can see all the tops of those buildings if you've got a if you've got a scope that can see that far, right, yeah. that would be uh, some good footage. Yeah, because you know they're probably going to be back. Yeah. If well, I guess it all. I guess it really depends on how much money the city of Keene gives Pumpkin Fest. Because if they don't get that money, how are they going to afford to hire snipers? They're already saying that they want to wind up giving more than they did last year. Hey, Conan, how can people get in touch with the show? Uh, you know what? I can't play that one again. <laughs> hey, you've been watching Black Sheep Rising. Uh, you can see all of the videos, the entire archive, 52 episodes is all at blacksheeprising.org. That's one year. That's one year. And the show notes are there and the links and all that good nonsense. If you're a podcast listener and you would rather just listen to this, because, you know, it's, we're talking about a long video. 
you can catch us at iTunes. You can catch us at Stitcher. You can manually download the audio at blacksheeprising.org. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can email me at show at blacksheeprising.org. Uh, there's another option. And I'm really unhappy that you people just aren't taking advantage of it. You can voicemail us at 267-521-2771. Leave anything you like. If it's cool, we might play it on the show. And if it sucks, we'll play it on the show. (laughs) We'll play it on the show, period. Because that's how we do. But, uh, Daryl, where can the people find you at? They know where to find me over at fpp.cc and fppradio.com. <laughs> I was about to say it. I'll just leave it alone. Bo, thanks for being on. Thank um, you. Don't forget to remind people that we're changing the format. So the video is going to be the roughly one hour. And then the after show will be podcast only. I don't know. We'll, we're, we're still mulling it around. See, we're bouncing that thing off people's heads right now. We're bouncing that idea I thought idea we around. already decided that two fucking hours ago. We talked about it for like three minutes, and I haven't, ha- I haven't had for the opportunity. like seven? I haven't had the opportunity to sleep on it. You got to sleep on it. I got to sleep no, on it. No, you don't. Yes, yes, I do. Hey, what's this song we're going to close on? The fuck if I know. Me, me turn it's the, like Pantera. Let me turn the prisoner off. This is Pantera. This is one of my favorite songs. It, all ha- it also happens to be one of the nicest uh, calmest of the Panteras. Usually, Pantera is pretty pretty heavy stuff. Uh, this is Cemetery Gates. This is the Demon Knight version. There are two different versions. This is the version that I like. Um, of course, Pan- Pantera is no longer with us. The band that is uh, Dimebag um, is no longer with us. Uh, you uh, you're familiar with these guys, right? These are these are country folk. These are country metal. This is country metal. There, uh, Daryl. I- I'm. Familiar with the name, I couldn't tell you anything off the top of my head of what they've sung. Well, we'll let you listen. Other to this. than I, I know, apparently they sang something called "Cemetery Gates oh, Demon Night" version, silliness. but that's only because it's on the screen in front of me. All right, well, uh, guys, enjoy this song, "Cemetery Gates." We will see you next week at the same time. Good night. Love me.
There's this move I learned from Pornhub. It's called buffering. Fuck. I thought we buffered the whole thing. You did, and then you fucking refreshed it. No, I. someone went to another site. You clicked on an article, and then you went back and had to hit refresh. I might have to refresh it again. You should run it from YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Good good point. Good point. (laughs) What about Rihanna? You like Rihanna? I like looking at her booty. Would you throw her There's out of your bed? Step. He might take some of this and make a drop where Daryl says, like, ass nugget. Or some other weird, stupid thing. 